This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. Hello and welcome to the Nakuda podcast for Parshas Keith Silvoy. In the middle of Elul here, again, preparing for Rosh Hashanah, so always that's on our minds, um, how to uh, prepare for that in a meaningful way. Um, we usually focus typically on this Parsha on the uh, subject of the Brochus and Clovis, the blessings and the curses. Uh, I'm going to steer away from that this time because I discovered something that even I was not uh, so aware of, as I should have been anyway, uh, that's pretty uh, unique. And, you know, it brings up some uh, rather important questions, especially for this time of year. Uh, it's the mitzvah's essay, Leleches Bidruchov. The Hulachta Bidruchov to go in Hashem's ways, which seems to be a very uh, general type of a mitzvah. And nevertheless, uh, it's, it's right there here in the parsha. So what does that really mean? So it's, it's listed in the Tari mitzvahs for uh, both, both mit- the Sefer mitzvahs for the Rambam, the Samag, Mrs. Gdoilis and also the Samachim, Mrs. Kutin. Um, so I thought I would just quote a little bit from the Mrs. Gdoilis regarding what this uh, is talking about. The Ureim also has it. Chinuch um, also has it. Okay, so there's all the major Moinia Mitzvahs, the ones that you know, list out the Tariug Mitzvahs, include this as one of the Tariug Mitzvahs. So it's a Doraisa, it's, it's a real. You know, real Binding uh, type of thing. There's no uh, no question about it. No no denying it. Um, so anyway, it says here in the Samagi says mitzvahs essay leleches bidrochav atoyvim vehayeshurim. So it's a mitzvahs essay to go in his paths, his, his good and straight paths. Shnemar veholachta bidrochav veoyma achrei Hashem elakechem telechi. Should go after Hashem your God. The fires berakam lasoita achrei midoisav telchu. Go after his midas. Mahi mal bisharimim shnei maravayas Hashem leudam leishtoi kosnas oyve abishem just like as Hashem clothes the naked as he did with Adam and Chava mevakachoylim and Hashem was mevakachoylim as he did with Avraham leyalav Hashem beelani mamre and menachem avelim shnei maravayi achrimoyis Avraham vayevurech alakim esitzak manoi. All of these are examples of uh, mitzvahs of Gemilas Chasudim that Hashem uh, did with the Avos. Koi v'meisim shnemar v'yikbor oisoi begai af'ata oisakein. He buried Moshe Rabbeinu also, so we should also do those things. V'chein pranash d'chach misfarad peirish zilzeh ha-mikra v'da' eselake avicha v'avdehi. It's also the, the mitzvahs of, of the, you know, he says, b'chol d'rachecha tu'ehu. In all of your ways you should know Hashem. So it's, uh, this is the, uh, from Divrei Yomim, it says, Know Hashem, your father, and serve him. It says, 
And just as he does mishpat and stoka in the land, you should also do so. So he's talking about that uh, the king, Yeshua, that he um, uh, acted justly and uh, judged fairly and, and treated the the only the Evion fairly. The time Oid Al Tisal Al Gishalel Chocham Pechach Musoi Ki Im Bezoyse Hasala Masal the Seichel the Seichel the Adoya Oisi Ki Ani Hashem Oisi Chesed Mishpat Stoker Beuretz Ki Ba'Elech Afasli Hashem. So this idea of bringing in this idea of uh, the one who is truly wise is a person who uh, is is applying Hashem's Chesed uh, Mishpat and Stoker in the world. So you know, of course, we we have always broken down, uh, I mean, the, the Rekhiovas shows the idea of um, the world being on, based on the three pillars of Torah, uh, Void, and Gemilas Chasudim. So we know that Gemilas Chasudim is binding in the same way that uh, that Torah, learning Torah and, and, and serving Hashem, you know, Kabonis and, and, and Davening, all of these things are all ways of serving Hashem, and uh, Gemilas Chasudim is also this way. Uh, the Rambam apparently in Sefer Mitzvahs emphasizes more the idea of the deus that we have to to uh, search for Hashem and, and see Hashem and try to understand Hashem in every way. And that's the idea of going in His ways is more of an intellectual thing, and that the that the actions that we do are what help us to uh, to implement and to uh, understand on a higher level what Hashem is really about. So he's, he's emphasized more the deus aspect. But here we see in the Samag, he's not talking about the actual actual actions that we do. There is a sefer that's learned very often around this time of, called uh, Tomit Voira from the Ramak from and there he takes apart the Shlosh Zimbiris HaRachamim, the Pusik Mikel Kamoicha that we, we say on Vaitashlich, um, also said on Rosh Hashanah, um, which talks about the midst of Hashem. So just like he was saying here, that we just we are, we're we're here to imitate Hashem's midas in the world. Just as he acts in certain ways, we have to act like him. Now, it's one thing when you say this is musr or this is kind of you know a good advice the person should do. It's one thing, but when you're talking about imitating Hashem and that this is a mitzvah doraisa. It's not just optional. It's just not when you have the time. It's not something that you just, you know, kind of take lightly. It's something that is a constant preoccupation. If it says, Behold, that you have to know Hashem in all of your ways, and everything that you do has to try to implement Hashem's kingship. So that would seem to be, uh, you know, without stop. There's, there's no pause from that. There's no time that you're not doing that. And we have a very hard time thinking about mitzvahs in terms of something that's constant because we usually look at mitzvahs as being uh, a question of chiyuvim. And it was that, at least on a basic level, there's lifni mishvah, which is like, you know, beyond the call of duty. But there's the normal thing that people are concerned with is, you know, I want to be yoitza. I want to, you know, fulfill my obligation. According to this, there is no such thing as fulfilling your obligation. That's not even the obligation to fulfill an obligation. The, the, the thing is, we're supposed to be like Hashem all the time. 
there's there's no vacation from that. There's no benizmanim. There's no there's no chofesh. Uh, there's no you know do what you feel like because now you're on vacation. There's this is a constant preoccupation. You know, Hashem is always there and Hashem always expects it of you. So I saw a very interesting thing in the leshem, the leshem the, the uh, one of the, you know of uh, El Yoshev. Shlomo El Yoshev, one of the, uh, if not the greatest, Mekubal uh, of, of the 20th century. Anyway, so he he says a very interesting thing. He says that that man was created, and in, indeed all of the Bria was created in such a way that every moment we're, at least every waking moment for sure, we're involved with some action on some level, whether it's Machshaba, Dibba, or Maisa. Whether it's in the level of thought, speech, or deed, we're always doing something. So there's no such thing as being totally at rest, not doing anything. So if we're always doing something, then our moments, the moments of our lives, are filled with some kind of an activity. So one has to think, you know, if I'm doing something anyway, what is a better thing for me to do than to serve Hashem with that time and effort? That's where I'm going to get the ultimate dividends. You know, if I'm thinking about it in terms of myself, and if I'm terms, if I'm thinking in terms of you know who I'm dedicating my life to, it's totally to get dedicated to Hashem. Now, you can say that person can have an argument like the argument for you know Ben Asmanim and, and, and Elul is the idea that uh, in order to be able to serve Hashem. We have to sometimes take a vacation, take, take, take time off, you know, take a nap, uh, you know, uh, go to something, do something less stressful, whatever, for the sake of having more koyach to serve Hashem with when we do serve Him. So there's, there's a, that, that's an argument. I mean, that's something that's to be said for that. But, there's, but unfortunately, what ends up happening is a lot of people take this attitude and, and you know, certain areas of Yiddishkeit, even they are Shomer Shabbos, Basically, have built this into their hashkafa that this is kind of what they how they hold that Torah mitzvahs is fine for the obligations that we have to fulfill, and we certainly don't want to do any averus, you know. But in terms of you know, there there's time that we have to ourselves. We can do whatever we want with our with our time, if as long as we're not doing anything wrong. Uh, but there's no such idea. You see, the, the problem with mitzvahs, it's easier to say that for a mitzvahs loisus. Hashem tells us not to do something. So we don't want to be over on by doing something that Hashem told us not to do. But on the other hand, what about all the rest of the time? When Hashem did not, when we're not involved in avoiding something that we're not allowed to do. And that's a lot of time, you know, in terms of what, all the rest of the time. So what about the mitzvah's essay? So a mitzvah's essay doesn't have a time limit on it. I mean, there are certain things, of course, that, you know, only, only for a certain time and place. But in most cases, you can apply them uh, almost as much as you want, which is actually one of the greatest uh, milestones that we have over the other Brias. You know, the, the, the Malachim can't just go in and serve Hashem whenever they feel like it. There's certain times that are specific for certain types of avoida. Whereas we are able to, you know, say Krishna whenever we want to. We can say, we can, we can, we can do all these things. You know, we have this, this, that freedom to serve Hashem when we want to beyond the, uh, uh, the general uh, obligations. But when you come to things like, you know, limit Torah and stuff like that, where we talk about the idea of Bittlesman as being that's a, itself an Avera, if, if, we, if we're capable of learning or doing some kind of a mitzvah with a certain amount of time, then we should be doing that. So, but the idea is that when we have this perspective that we have this time available, and where is that coming from? Hashem. Hashem is giving us life. He's giving us the time to be used 
or something. And if we're using it in some way to serve him, then that's an appropriate use. If we're not, then it's really not appropriate. Now, this comes to a larger question of what are we here for? And what's the whole judgment of Rosh Hashanah about? If Rosh Hashanah is just about, you know, again, avoiding a strict punishment, some kind of a strict gzeira that we're trying to avoid, so, and we're afraid that because we did so many things wrong, that Hashem is going to punish us, so therefore we have to do tshuva, or we want, an ex, you know, certain things we really want uh, for the next year in terms of shefa, some kind of, you know, extra rewards or whatever, so we better work hard to deserve that so that we get what we want. So the whole thing is based on, you know, what we want for this life. Now, in this, in this life, the next year, and we're hopefully going to be, first of all, we're not in life, we want to, you know, dominate, we should be alive. And second of all, that we should get the stuff that we want and not take stuff, get stuff taken away from us. So that's very, very, you know, this world, this life oriented. But when we look at the idea that nobody is insignificant, meaning that Hashem judges every Bria, everything in creation altogether, even to the, the Malachim themselves, and evaluates, you know, where they uh, what they deserve and what they're here for and the amount of sustenance that they need or you know should be given in order to accomplish their purpose. So when we look at it in, the, in those terms that everybody, you know, it doesn't matter, you think you're very insignificant, nobody notices what you do, but the fact is Hashem does notice and Hashem is taking account of it, so therefore everybody counts. Now, and then it also counts in terms of the, the, the Rambam's cheshman of, of uh, you know, if, you, don't, you, if uh, you, you tip the balance, you know, either in, in the favor of mitzvahs or, or in the favor of Ezra, that that affects the destiny of the world as a whole, certainly communities and everything else. So obviously whatever we do has, has a very big impact. Now, when we look at what we're doing only from the standpoint of what we get out of it and what we're, how we're going to be rewarded or punished, that is like, they, they, because I'll compare that to be like the dogs, have, have, you know, it's like, give me what I want, you know, give me, give me, I want for myself. That's really not, you know, what we're supposed to be thinking about because there, Chazal also is very specific, I'm talking about Pergeovas and other places, this idea that this whole world is only a gateway, a hallway to go into the hall of Oilam Haba. It was the, the real existence, the real life, the real, you know, Eitzachayim and all that stuff is in, is, is in Oilam Haba, meaning either the world to come in terms of, you know, what uh, historically what we're going to, you know, after Chiyas Mesim, what we're going to have, or in terms of uh, the the Olam Neshamas, you know, after after Misa, where the where the Neshama goes. Until then. So anyways, the point of before Chiyas Mesim. But anyway, the point is that they're talking about an ultimate type of existence where we're going to be getting our, you know, rewards for everything we've done in this world. But the reward is not, again, just talking about what we're going to get out of it and how we're going to enjoy it because then we'd be not at any better level than we are just asking for enjoyment in this world. What we're talking about here is the concept of that we, that just as, an, and I thought a very interesting uh, muscle for this that I think is very apt, is that if a person, a, a child goes to school there's a concept of educating a child, the obligation to educate a child, 
uh, and even you know as uh, going out of childhood to get to a higher level, that there's a preparation necessary to gain the skills so that one can then mature and go on with their lives and be productive and, uh, and, and be able to use out his life with the, with the proper education so that they're more functional. It was that in terms of, of Torah and Avoida, that we have to be taught the, uh, the halachas, we have to be taught the, the, the skills of how to learn and, and all these things so that we can go ahead and, uh, and implement those things in the course of our lives. Uh, and that's what really counts. Uh, others look in terms of from a secular standpoint. They have to be prepared to get a, to get a, a career or whatever you need uh, skills to be able to learn earn a living and that kind of thing. Which is also you know ultimately. So you're doing you're putting in time and effort and money you know to, to support this to prepare yourself to become productive in the environment that you're going to be growing into. You know, a person gets married, they have to support their their family. Um, a person goes to higher levels in Avodah Hashem. They're, they're, you know, expected to, to go to, you know, con- continue to grow in, in their levels of learning and everything. So all of these things are is, is, is a concept of a preparation for a future goal to be able to have the tools to be able to benefit from that that uh, future state that you're going to be going, going into. So in a sense, life as a whole can also be considered like that. The life as a whole is a preparation. It's the proizdor. It's it's the it's how we prepare ourselves in this life to be able to to take advantage of and benefit from and 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 be able to appreciate all of the schar, all the good that Hashem wants to give us in oil Mahaba, which is really what in, in existence was intended to be like from the beginning of it, and for the chayt of of, of Orishan, which requires this idea of mortality and and and, and uh, you know this idea of oilam haza as opposed to oilam haba. Oilam haba is is, is, a, is a concept of that we it was necessary because of the the ticket and everything else. We have to have that 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 time period. But the idea of oilam haza as being a preparation for oilam haba is the idea that we are actually actively preparing ourselves to for for this future uh, that we are ultimately going to end up in and. And giving Hashem the ability to give us something which we'll be able to appreciate and, and benefit from. It's like, you know, if a, if a, if a person would uh, not have a, a, a education, never learn olive base or something, and then he'd go into a uh, best yeshiva in the in, in, in the in the world, and he's uh, with, with tremendous, you know, magid uh, shir and the big and most brilliant geniuses, and everybody's studying there and everything, and going there wouldn't know what's going on. So he has absolutely no benefit from it. So as much as he has the opportunity to be to learn in such a place, he wasn't prepared for it, so he's not going to be able to benefit. Same thing in this life. If we don't take advantage of this life, what good is it to be, to have all these, these bruchas and all of these amazing you know, opportunities to be able to get close to Hashem and, and, and uh, all the types of you know, service Hashem and everything else, you know, the Mahaba, we, we, we won't be able to, we won't know what's going on. We won't be prepared for it. it won't, we won't be shy to it because it's not something that we've, we've prepared for in this life. So when we look at life in that stand, from that standpoint, then it's like the more the better. The more time we put in, the more effort we put in to prepare ourselves for El Mahabad, it's like that's endless. That's, 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 uh, there's, no, there's no limit to that. So the whole concept of just being yoitza in a sense, uh, just fulfilling our obligations to get, a, to get away with it so we don't get punished or whatever, uh, it, it makes no sense at all. That's, that's totally besides the point. It's not, that's, it's not even understanding the, you know, ABC, you know, the olive base of what's what's really going on in life, uh, what life is for, and how it's supposed to be used. 
So that requires really a, a total paradigm shift. And a lot of people that are afraid of the concept of you know, serving Hashem full time and putting our total you know, effort into serving Hashem are simply not understanding what Oilam Ha'asa is for. You know, and, uh, and and what we're intended to accomplish here is even aside from the whole concept of Tikkun and Neshama that we all have our, you know, our, our incompletion to to uh, the incomplete state of our own Neshama we have to correct over the course of our lifetime through everything we go through and that's going to, you know, prepare us also for Oilam Haba where our Neshama is is going to be, you know, in a, in a, in a state where of, of completion and we'll be able to participate in that complete environment. So that's that's like one aspect. But just the idea of all the 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 schis and the and and the, the the growth that has to take place in order to build up the neshama, so it should be able to be able to to appreciate and and participate in all of the activity and all of the uh, amazing things that are going on in the Mahabha. So anyway, this is a way of looking at the whole issue of Rosh Hashanah and the, the introspection that we're going through and, you know, the, the kinds of resolutions we make for the new year and our whole reason for asking Hashem, you know, to, to renew the contract and to, to give us all the, you know, so that we should be able to, not as an end in itself, but as a preparation so that we should be able to use out life for what it was intended for. It was always asking Hashem, to give us the tools and to not do uh, uh, cause problems which will which will get in the way of our voice Hashem. As we want to be able to serve Hashem, and we're asking Hashem to be able to give us the wherewithal to do that. And that means, you know, all of the things that we need to serve Him all the better. Okay, so I hope I, that's this, uh, I don't want to belabor the point, but the point is I think it's, it's very, very significant and it's something that a lot of people don't consider. And uh, with that, I wish you a chasivu simatoivu.